<laughs> this is the recast. Parents go and they release the hellions with no manners, respect, or anything else onto this park. Welcome to the Reefcast. We're talking about being naked. <laughs> Thing in the Bible, who always gets the shaft is the right. person following the leader. So for all you parents out there, it doesn't matter how you raise your kids, <laughs> they might just end up the opposite of what you taught them. Well, find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. The movies with the boobies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Movies That Molded Me here on the Fade to Gray Network. I'm super stoked. Today we are doing our favorite fantasy and adventure movies. And as a special guest, from the Reapcast. It's the Reapcast. We have Clay Brockelman. Clay, we're, we're super excited to have you here today uh, to play this uh, episode of Movies That Molded Me. Heck yeah. No, I'm super excited to be here. I, uh, I'm i looking for the win. I'll take the W, but uh, you know, not hoping for that L. Right. Well, so what made you I'm decide you. to do fantasy adventure movies? Um, I am a huge, huge nerd. Um, I play a metric shit ton of D D. Um so yeah. Um it's kinda in my wheelhouse. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nerd too, so maybe we're in good company. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I already know what Elizabeth's number one fantasy adventure is gonna be. But uh, Do you though? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. No, one hundred percent I know what it's gonna be because it's like on every single list somehow. Uh, all right. Well, the order today, which was predetermined before we started rolling, is, of course, our guest always goes first. Clay, you will go first. Then it will be Omar, then Elizabeth, and then, of course, I always lose at Rock, Paper, Scissors, so I will go last, unfortunately. <laughs> I just want to yeah. say uh, something, Chris, real quick before we get going here. I just want to say something to Clay. He, he come in with a lot of hope, a lot of ambition to this <laughs> movie that molded me, and I just want to say I know the Reapcast you know, is a Christian podcast, and but I just want to tell you, hope deferred makes the heart sick, brother. So I mean, I understand <laughs> oh, expectations, I mean, back. but we are lowered, technically a deconstruction, deconstructed Christian podcast, and I'm about to just deconstruct all of you. Oh, wow! Well, the good news is, is that the Bible that you read is also fantasy adventure. Here we go. <laughs> 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 Much like Chris's love life. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh this is gonna be fun, guys. Goodness. Let's go. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> All right, uh, Clay, we're gonna do. Actually, uh, I guess we should tell everyone we're gonna do four movies today. So, Clay, Ooh. what is your fourth favorite fantasy adventure movie of all time? All right, so my fourth favorite fantasy adventure movie is um, might be a little debated, but it is Spirited Away. Um, by Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. Um, <laughs> it is technically an entame. Um, and so, yeah, I uh, I saw this movie. God, it came out in 01. Did you say um, something about winning earlier before you started this thing? You have to pick movies that people watch. 
Um, excuse me? Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is my my fourth pick. Um, and trust me, it's probably not going to get better from here um, with that comment. Um, but yeah, I. it's an amazing movie. It really is amazing. What's the plot? So, tell us a little about the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So, the plot's about a little girl named Chiro. Uh, sorry, Chihiro. And uh, she, her like family's Chiros. moving to a new part of uh, Japan. <laughs> and uh, they stop off at this little kind of hole in the wall place. It's an old theme park. And uh, they walk through and there's this beautiful area. Well, her parents smell food cooking, so they go to eat. And uh, basically- Chiros? <laughs> no, they start devouring this food, and what happens is they turn into pigs. Um, oh, and, shit. Uh, so, they go through. She goes into this bath. I can relate. This big spirit <laughs> world <laughs> bathhouse. Just after three months of training, they all became cops. <laughs> and uh, oh. God Almighty. Wow. I mean, touche, I would agree. Um, but uh, but no, so it's it's – Pretty much, she goes into this bathhouse and gets to work. Uh, it's a bathhouse. Now you got Seth interested. Um, not that kind of bathhouse. Um, oh, it's okay. a Japanese-style bathhouse. Um, <laughs> in Japanese folklore, spirits come to bathhouses and, you know. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. So, she does that and she's trying not to forget her name. And it's this basically big epic story of a spoiled brat um, because her name in Jap- Japanese literally means great Zero. depth. And she has none. Um, and so, this spoiled brat learns to provide for herself, stand up for herself. And she, moral of the story, she learns her name at the end of it and reclaims her parents. And uh, they go back. And Chihiro. she is, you know, had a coming of age moment. Um, and so, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty much just a Japanese coming of age story. How old were you when you watched this, Clay? Um, I was 16. Okay. And so what was it about it that like molded you? Like why, why is it a movie that molded you? I guess we would say, um, because it completely shattered what fantasy is in America. Um, because it's this love, emotional fantasy world where there's magic and there's all these things we're used to, but, it did it in a different way. It wasn't hack and slash. It wasn't sword and shield. Um, it had a female lead character. Um, things were done a little more gently, but the art and the beauty of this film kind of like just shattered my whole worldview on what can be considered fantasy adventure. Um, and it kind of just blew my open my my worldview to all different types of films. So. Yeah. Well, that sounds really cool. I definitely want to check it out. Um, so, just you know, before we move on, I bet this is not the last film that we talk about where people turn into pigs. Uh, but uh, before we get there, a little bit later on, um, I, I just want to say. I'm so happy how this is starting out because it's pretty clear to me that Clay's going to come in last. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Seriously. The, the reason I say that is because if no, if people haven't seen the movie, they can't vote on it. So the score will be low. <laughs> oh, then yeah, I'm losing. Cause I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm losing. Okay. So what would you give? But you're, but you're a winner because you're more original and you're going to be original or That's true. Be true to yourself. You're not, 
play, just trying to play the game with popular movies. So, no, I don't cheat like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do appreciate whenever people bring up movies that are not super well known on here. I'm known for doing that and losing. So, uh, I'm right there with you. What What was this movie called again? No, you're known for losing because you have really bad taste in movies. That's okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so the movie's called Spirited Away, and I'm really surprised y'all haven't seen it because it was. Um, Academy Award winning movie and it is the only animated foreign film to be to have a picture of the year. So that right there is why these boys have never seen it. Animated. <laughs> animated means these two have never seen it. Just so you know. She's right. She's right. If it came out before, you know, I turned, well, if it came out anytime after I was like 12 years old and it's animated, I probably haven't seen it. There was an animated movie that almost made my list. Well, partially animated. So, yeah. Fair. All right. What would you give Spirited Away on the grayscale? I would give it a five. Um, Not because I'm biased, because again, the art's great. Because Um, the storytelling is amazing. (laughs) Um, You're not wrong, Omar. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a beautiful film and it's really well made and just pretty much everything about it ranks really high up there. Is it available on Netflix or anything? Cause I do want to watch this. Um, I know it's on Amazon prime. Um, oh, I got that. I'll check it out. So it sh- um, should be at least. It sounds, it sounds good. Uh, Elizabeth, have you seen this movie? I have not. Yeah. Omar. I don't usually no. watch anime. Right. Yeah. I watch animated. Right. All right. Well, Spirit Away is going to get a five on the grayscale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a wonderful start to the game. I'm super stoked. Uh, Omar, <laughs> we're going to go next for you. Uh, your fourth favorite fantasy adventure movie of all time. All right. And I know I just gave Clay a whole bunch of shit, but to be completely <laughs> f- honest and fair, you may get more points with your last one than I'm about to get with this one. Um, it is my number four. Um, but 1987, Inner Space. Uh, with, okay. With Dennis, right. Dennis Quaid, uh, Martin Short, and Meg Ryan. I mean, that come on. That's a cast right there, right? You're looking at me right there, Clay, like, I should have seen this movie, right? Yeah, you should no, see this. I'm just looking this. like this you're old. Oh, fuck, yeah. I'm old. That's the first I was, thing people say. <laughs> I was seven years old when this movie came out, and I remember what I didn't watch it in theater, but I remember watching it a lot on TV. And um, I mean... Meg Ryan's character, she's gorgeous in 1987. I mean, it was, and it's just hilarious. You got Martin Short in there. Uh, Dennis Quay plays this pilot who's supposed to be on this top secret miniature mission who accidentally gets injected into the butt of Martin Short, who's like this depressed <laughs> kind of like, dude, nothing ever goes right for him. But then Dennis Quaid's kind of like the ladies man, suave, thinks he's like, super cocky and and so there's this whole it's it's a great movie because Dennis Quaid's feeding Martin Lines to try to get with Meg Ryan and then um, the company that created the shrink ray that shot Martin in the butt um, they were robbed and once they found out that that Dennis Quaid's character was inside of Martin they, they sent in another man no the the thieves send in another guy to basically go get Dennis Quaid out. So there's this whole like bat battle inside of Martin the whole time. And it, I mean, it's clever. I, I watched the movie uh, a handful of times when I was growing up. I think it was like when I was first noticing girls and I was like, man, Meg Ryan's kind of cute. So yeah, I will give 
inner space a 4.3 on the grayscale. Okay. Omar gives inner space a 4.3. Clay, have you seen inner space? I have not. So thus it gets a zero. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you think about inner space? I am honestly flipping through pictures. I don't think I've seen it. So I have to give it a zero. I'm getting it confused with another movie. (laughs) Yeah. I have definitely seen inner space and Omar. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. I love this movie. It's so much fun. (laughs) It's fun. It's great. great. Yeah. It's, it's a blast. And like, um, (laughs) it's definitely way more on like the adventure side of like fantasy adventure. But I mean, obviously it is fantasy because I mean, that shit is not real. So I mean, it can't happen. Um, but yeah, this is a great movie. Um, he taps into his like nervous system and makes him do things. It's (laughs) great. <laughs> and then the cowboy at yeah, the ch- end. Ch- yeah, not to get pooped out. <laughs> so I'm going to give. I'm going to give this movie a little bit of love. Uh, oh. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Um, it's a little just higher than a, what I normally give. Just a little bit of love. For a movie like this. Um, <laughs> movie so like this, you give... mean Omar's movies? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean a movie that like doesn't have much substance, but it's still fun. I mean, uh, I just listed off like some <laughs> at one point like A role actors. I mean, Martin Short wasn't A role at the time, but he got there. He got there, and he's a he's a horrible actor. So, um, uh, Inner Space wait, is going to hit. What? Well, no, no. Roll that. <laughs> back. You, did roll you that see? Back. Did you see his new stand, his newest stand up at all? No, you, I did watch not. it. Watch it, Chris. It is actually is it pretty good? good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Doesn't mean he's not a good actor. Um, so that means that inner space is going to get 7.8 on the grayscale. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, that's going to bring us to you. What is your fourth favorite fantasy adventure cartoon of all time? That's the question. Do I do the cartoon or do I not? All right. <laughs> the one cartoon. <laughs> There's actually two on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, let me get the year here. I am, I love this movie. Okay. Whoops. Emperor's New Groove. No. God, please no. 2014. (laughs) Shut up. Okay. Oh oh my gosh. Where is the director? Thank you. 2014, Grand, the director was Graham, Annabelle, and Anthony Staccacci. The movie is called Box Trolls. The box trolls. It's I really like this one <laughs> because it was claymation. It's uh, uh, hey. an orphan. It, Shut it, up. Yeah, I was thinking cl- clay may have a chance after all. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm claymation. I, I appreciate that uh, art form. And so anyway, it the story is there's a little orphan boy who um, is abandoned and falls into the sewer system. And in the sewer system, there are these trolls that wear these cardboard boxes. And they end up raising this little boy. And then the little boy um, becomes friends with um, a little human girl when he grows up uh, above the surface. And the troll exterminator is trying to kill off all of the trolls and thus the adventure. So anyway... It's very dark, so my kids did not like it, but I very much did. I very much did. <laughs> All right. So what would you give Box Trolls on the grayscale? I'm going to give it a five. I liked it. 
hits all, all right. the points. Um, Clay, have you seen Box Trolls? I have. Like last oh. week. So, the tables might have turned here, Omar. Um, and what would you give Box Trolls? Don't hate me, guys, but it is every bit of a five. Wow. It's a good movie. Wow. It's a okay. good movie. All right. I don't Thank hate you, you at all. That's interesting. Thank you, Clay. <laughs> have you on more it's often. A more, it's a wonderful piece of art. It is. <laughs> I especially love the very end with the, tri- with the, did you watch all the way to the end with the credits? Oh, yeah. No, my kids watch it almost every so many weeks. Like, we've seen okay. it, I don't know how many times now. Nice. All right, just checking. Omar, have you seen Box Trolls? This isn't trolls that they're into right now, nope. right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Way different. Not trolls. Box trolls. No. Have not seen. I think Clay's trolling us on uh, the five on that one. No, he's not. He's no. not. No, so you no. haven't seen it, Omar. It is a wonderful movie. I have not seen it. Yeah, I'm watching these two though. I'm, I'm starting to think there's a little collusion going on too. Yeah. We're going to keep an eye on them. I have also not seen Box Trolls. Elizabeth, I'm guessing this is a Disney movie and I have to get Disney Plus for it. It's not a Disney movie, I don't think. It was... Let me see here. I don't even know what the production company was. Yeah. It was nominated for an Oscar. Eight wins. 59 nominations. I don't know who produced it. It was sort of an off-brand guy from England. I don't know. I may watch it. I also like claymation. Uh, that doesn't. That's like different than cartoon. So uh, we'll definitely check it out. That's going to bring me to my fourth favorite uh, fantasy adventure movie of all time, and I'm going to go with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire from 2005, directed by David Heyman, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint. Uh, this movie is great because if you're familiar with the Harry Potter series, and I already know that I'm going to get zeros from Omar. Somebody's trying to Elizabeth. win here. I don't think you've seen these though. Have you actually? Yeah, you're right. Is this the I have, first I, one? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the fourth one. Okay. So this is where the, for, for me, the series gets like more dark. It gets adult. It gets like actually interesting. Um, so there, but it's also super adventurous because you've got the Triwizard Tournament where they're having to like, um, like, you know, uh, I guess like, uh, win all these challenges and, um, something amiss is happening though, because, uh, the Dark Lord Voldemort has kind of like, um, you know, come back. He's returned and, and it's, uh, it's just so good. And Ray Fines does a fantastic job as Voldemort. He's like creepy as fuck. This is a nerd genre, so shut up, mister. Yeah, it is definitely a nerd genre. And I love Harry Potter. And I was I was definitely going to put one of the movies on the list because I think uh, that all of them are very good. Uh, But this one's probably my favorite just because it does have like a lot of adventure still before it gets too serious. Um, I mean, like in the next movie, Harry gets possessed at one scene. I mean, it, like it gets really dark, but in this one, uh, it's still a lot of fun, still a lot of like child innocence and stuff, but also, uh, just the right amount of darkness in it. It's really, really good. And, um, a couple of weird editing sequences in the movie, but other than that, it's near perfect. In my opinion, uh, I give Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire a 4.5 on the grayscale. Uh, Clay, have you seen this? We, I think we know the answer to this, and that's a yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> um, 
man, this is a toughie. Like, this is a nerd debated issue that have, like, there have been bar fights and card shops across America on this movie. <laughs> believe it. I um, believe it. <laughs> because it's in such a weird spot and it differs from the book so much at that point. That's when it actually starts differing a lot. Yeah. Um, you, th- those books are so big though there's no way you could put everything from those books in the movies that's where their nerd fights over so i'm gonna leave that one alone um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i'll have to give uh, 3.9 okay on the scale um only because it started differing and there's some there's some coming of age stuff in there in that book specifically that they didn't mm-hmm. include that i think they should have yeah, for sure. Specifically between uh, Harry and and Choi or Cho, oh god, excuse yes, me. Harry and Cho, and uh, I almost said Rupert, Ron, and uh, Hermione, and Victor Crumb. That whole like uh, love triangle, pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Omar's over there like snoozing. Uh, all right, that means that <laughs> Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Because Elizabeth, you haven't seen that, right? No, I only saw the first one. I wanted to read the books, and then I was told they were demonic, so I never read the books. And I won't watch the movies until I've read the books. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. The books are so, so much better. They're so good. And I hope you do read them. Yeah, they're still they're on my list. over here, personally. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like 20 minutes All ago. Right. <laughs> so uh, Harry dude, Potter I, 4. I could, I could kill a churro right now, though. I could too. <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening like to this right now, inside. go get a churro. I mean, support Cinco de Mayo. That was last month. <laughs> and I mean, most you don't, you don't know when they're listening to this. Don't support that. <laughs> most Hispan- most Hispanic people don't listen to our podcast. That's true. Uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is getting an 8.4 on the gray scale, which brings us back to Clay, Ooh. your third favorite fantasy adventure movie of all time. All right. So this one, I hope to God y'all have seen most of you. Well, I know Omar and Chris are at least old enough. Um, my third is The Page Master, released mm-hmm. in 1994. Um, it is a live action slash cartoon, um, animated kind of thing. Um, and it stars Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Um, along with got a huge cast. Um, where is it? Crap. I had, uh, Christopher Lloyd's in it. Patrick Stewart will be Goldberg, um, Leonard Nimoy, I mean, it's just a incredibly like it is the '90s wet dream all star cast. <laughs> um, so, but um, the story of the Page Master is uh, Macaulay Culkin's character, uh, or uh, Richard Tyler, walks and is scared of everything. Like he's literally just scared if the wind blows the wrong way. He kind of is a kid that is based on like science and facts and does all this data in his mind type of stuff, and so. Uh, He's building a treehouse with his dad, and his dad sends him down, as in the 90s, was, you know, hey, running, ride your bike down to the corner store or the, the hardware store and get some nails. And uh, on his way back, a storm happens. This, like, freak storm happens, and uh, he goes into a library, and uh, he goes in, and he meets Christopher Lloyd's character, which is this, like, crazy librarian, of course, because it's Christopher Lloyd. I don't think he can play anything but crazy people. Um, <laughs> and uh, he hands him a library card, 
just for pretty much like no reason. It's just pretty much a plot hook. Like I'm going to give you a library card because it's called Page Master. And uh, pretty much he slips, he falls, and he wakes up as this big mural of all these fictional characters kind of just like melts over him. And it starts this journey where he has to collect these books of different genres like fantasy, fiction, and horror. Um as he goes through this journey of learning not to be scared of things anymore, that it's okay to be scared, but we still got to move forward. Um, he fights a dragon at the end and, uh, he uses, uh, Jack's beanstalk in the dragon's stomach from a book to climb out and do all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's a, again, it's another coming of age story. If you can't tell, I'm kind of addicted to those. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's a really cute and a really amazing film, and it was one I saw very early on. Um, and it, I don't know, it did exactly what it wanted to. It introduced me to the genre, kind of, of sword and shield fantasy. Um, and uh, kind of made me not scared, because I was kind of that kid growing up. So, so I guess to answer the question, I guess would be next, is Molded Me one, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It, uh, it pretty much made me not scared of things anymore. Um, it, it told me, you know, there is a big bad world out there and it is rough, but man, um, it's how we navigate through it. So, yeah. All right. Well, what do you give the page master on the grayscale? Um, I would give it about a 3.5. Um, Wait a only- minute. So your number four movie, you got a five, <laughs> but your number three movie gets a 3.5. Okay. Yes, because I'm honest about my choices in scoring. But, um, but, sh- but shouldn't the 3.5 go, you know, like maybe at four? In the fourth spot? Um, yeah, should these be switched? No, because I judged mine on how greatly they affected my life and put them in that order. Because it is movies oh. that molded me, not movies that make me win a game show. Oh. <laughs> well done. Well done. All right, all right, all right. I can respect that. Um, okay, Omar, have you seen The Page Master? Well, I was really debating on whether or not I was going to try to deliver this joke after my uh, churro joke went over so well. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but after your last comment there, Clay, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about... I have seen The Page Master, but my 90s wet dreams were not full of Macaulay Culkin. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> Uh, play, so. <laughs> I was a closeted homeschooled little boy. I was curious. Okay, something. leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, not nah. um, not nah, page matcher is great. I'm so glad you brought it up, man. I mean, I think I'm going to score it higher than you will. Um, it's not on my list. Um, I actually I like, um, but it's one of those ones I. <sighs> When I saw it as a child, it didn't have that much of an impact on me. But it's one of those ones, now that I'm older and have more respect for the cast and stuff and for this genre of movie, movie, I'm like, yeah, it's a great one. I mean, I put it like above Lord of the Rings. So, um. <laughs> Well, I mean, Lord of the Rings is kind of a crap movie, though. Yeah, it's trash. But, Elizabeth's um, triggered because that's like her number two movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, I would give Page Master a four on the grayscale. Okay, Omar gives Page Master a four. Elizabeth, what do you think about the Page Master? The Good Son I... was a better Macaulay Culkin movie, though. Ooh. Good Son is great Ooh. with Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was checking IMBD. I don't think I've actually seen it. 
Mm. Oh, you need to. It's in a wonderful movie. Like it's show a cult the kids. Classic, yeah, it's it is. Uh, Clay, what what year did you say that this movie came out? Nineteen ninety four. So I was only okay. like four or five years old. See, yeah, that's why I didn't get into it as much right. because I was too Same. old. Yeah, exactly. So I I was just thinking about this because yeah, we would have been totally 11. has. Yeah, it totally has the makings of like a movie that I would have been super into. Um, I know I saw it and I loved Christopher Lloyd because growing up, Back to the Future was my all time favorite movie. Blah, um, blah, blah. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember, I, I want to say that this movie might have inspired me to ask for a library card, but I'm not 100% certain on that. Uh, but I did like it. It was good. Um, I guess I'm going to have to give it a three. So that's going to give the page master a 10.5 on the grayscale. Way to go, Clay. You're winning right now, Clay. Double digits. (laughs) I thought you had a stroke there for a minute, Omar. I'm like, he's talking. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Omar. That's going to bring us to your third favorite. (laughs) Your third favorite fantasy adventure movie of all time. Rufio. Rufio. Oh, Rufio. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's not on my list. Steven Spielberg or Spielberg. Spielberg. There's a P P there. There's a P there, not a T. Um, Hook. You got Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Julia Roberts. Uh, Yeah, this is by far the best Peter Pan story. It It is. Peter. (laughs) Bangerang. It's so great. Oh, my God. Peter's all grown up, and he's boring, and he's a lawyer. Oh, my God. He's successful. He's so awful. But he's awful. Yeah, dude. He's he's the worst. And his kids (laughs) don't like him a whole lot. But then you have Hook comes and steals his his kids and takes them to Neverland. And so... Peter has to go back to, to steal his kids and he's just so stiff and rigid and it takes him most of the movie to finally loosen up and become pan again. And play. It, play. Food <laughs> And that picture of Neverland it was someplace that I think I would, you know, never want to leave either. So especially nineteen ninety one bag of chewed food. <laughs> I was eleven years old. I did see I did see this in theaters and it, i think it won a bunch of awards it was a great movie i mean robin williams come on come on he was fantastic yeah. he was Nia fantastic yeah he's great he's so great i believe Man. in you daddy that's what we need to do next is robin williams movies um, yes it a wonder when you're alone <laughs> she was so, so cute i'm bringing the heat guys so this is my number three just just wait it's my oh, number three so it's a good fucking movie Omar. yeah so yeah. um hook um whew, oh, yeah it's good i, I love it I, this is one of the movies that as i was researching this i was like god i gotta watch this again like i'm like it's been way too long since i've seen this and i i'm getting like i've had an emotional week guys so like i've been like just i'm like thinking about robin williams i'm getting emotional about it you know this is like great robin williams movie i mean it go it gets easily in the top five Robin Williams movies, and there's a lot of good Robin yeah. Williams movies. So, um, I give it a four point eight. Oof. All right, uh, Omar gives Hook a four point eight. Clay, have you seen Hook? Yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you say that with what is Ooh, that? <laughs> do you, you do you hate Hook or something? You have. To, 
No, I hate that I have to give you points here. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's the disdain in the voice. That's the disdain. You, you know I feed off of that, right? Just ask Chris. I know, I know. Trust me, with all the trash talking that's going on today. God. Um, yeah, I've seen Hook. <laughs> and he loves it. <laughs> is it on your list? Is it, I just want to know, is it on your list? It is not. Oh, okay. Um it it was an, an amazingly wonderful like kind of like an op-ed piece um and i didn't see it until god i was like i think i saw it once when i was real young and then like again when i was like 20 um and it it like it really did mess with me in a, in a good way um especially having a kid and understanding that dichotomy i guess um i got to give it a 5 yeah. There's right. there's no way around it. One, if not for the sole fucking reason, it's a Robin Williams movie, and that man is a god among just everything. Yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. I I, I could talk Robin Williams for days, and I agree. We definitely need to do a Robin Williams movies that molded me. Um, Elizabeth, what do you think about Hook? I'm with Clay on this one. I don't want to give Omar the points either, but it's a five. I mean, the quotes... The costumes, the storyline, the actors, the sets. I mean, it, it's it's a Steven Spielberg movie. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. l- l- let's all be honest. Think about it. Like, even before I said anything else, I just came in. Rufio, Rufio. What does that do? It like just like you're you, you just the inner kid in you is just like, fuck yeah, yeah. food fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, when you said when you started doing that, I knew I lost. Like game over. <laughs> oh. No, we got we got a lot more movies here, and I, I mean, I'm kind of on a limb on a couple of these, or maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So I love this movie for so many reasons and uh i have to give it a five absolutely i can't even i can't even debate it i was going to act like i was going to give it a two or something just to fuck with you and then i was like nah this movie deserves to just you know be honest and, right. and to let everyone know how great it is i know we got a lot of movies left but let's just for a second let's just i want to know everyone's like favorite robin williams movie i don't know uh, Dead Poet Society. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm just, it because I'm just, I'm just, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up the movies that molded me when we do Robin Williams. Yeah. Okay. So fuck I don't you, know. Omar. I have to think about it. There are a lot of them. A lot okay. of good play. Ones. I see what you're trying to do there, Omar. You're trying to get <laughs> I mean, a, a I leg mean up if there. I'm not going to be on that one, I'll say whatever. I don't care. Cool. Um, <laughs> and it's personal for me. Um, yeah. Well, brother, I just want to know because I'm just I'm just getting sentimental about Robin Williams real quick. So, one hour photo. So, ooh, no, that's some creepy <laughs> bullshit right there. Um, RV. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. That would my, be one that molded me for sure. Well, so it, my the reason it did, um, and I might be off topic, I'm sorry, but uh, my no, okay. brother Noah um, had CP. He was uh, a handful of years older than me, and uh, I grew up with him, and he passed away a handful of years ago. And one of his ticks, one of his things, because CP is pretty much a clusterfuck of everything, um, of all the disabilities, he would watch movies on repeat, like nonstop. Um, I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire, I, I'm not even joking, over a thousand times. Um, mm-hmm. And I have yet to rewatch it since his passing. Um, mm-hmm. But it is one of those things that is uh, like that movie is my brother. Um, yeah. And so it was just, it's always been dear to my heart. <laughs> um, plus, an amazing story, an amazing actor. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't know. It's just an amazing film. So that's my little soapbox. I'll, I'll step off now. No, that was great, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Patch Adams, like, I mean, tearjerker every time. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. That's, how, that's how I want to remember Robin Williams is Patch Adams anyway. Well, I think that's, you know, just shows the brilliance of the actor that he can make you laugh like so hardcore. And then like in the next scene, he can make you cry. Like he was so dynamic, uh, such a great, great and obviously troubled person, you know? Yeah. So well, he had bipolar just like me. So yay. Yeah. It, it, fantastic actor. So Hook gets a 19.8 on the gray scale. Pretty fantastic. Damn, if I would have given uh, it a five, I would have got the clean sweep on that thing. <laughs> that's right. It's nearly a perfect score. Yeah. Uh, that's going to bring us <laughs> That's going to bring us to Elizabeth's third favorite fantasy adventure of all time. I'm going to go to points, bed now, okay? Point two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Box trolls 2. No, fuck you. Legend of the Guardians, <laughs> The Owls of Gaul is my number three. Um, 2010 animated, but it's computer animated. And I, okay, it's based on a book. So I love that. It is computer animated and it's with animals that talk, which I know, whatever, Chris, troll me all you want. I love it. What I loved it's another coming of age story clay what i loved about this movie though was the graphics on this thing like it's a story about owls and how the little baby owls kept getting kidnapped and becoming slaves and um they got free anyway that's the whole thing but they would show the flight of the owls and you're flying like on top of the owl and you're seeing how the wind affects the feathers and you're seeing the detail in the feathers and you're seeing like the surroundings as the owl is floating around and flying around and it's just i'm a birder so (laughs) there's that nerd bit for you too it's like (laughs) it's so many things bird is the word yeah so anyway (laughs) Um, because probably Clay is the only other person who's seen this movie. I'm going to give it a five because I thought it was amazing. I've seen <laughs> and it. I, it babe. is. It's. Oh, you have? Okay. Well. I, yeah, I'm, watched it with the yeah. kids. Okay, they hated it because it was scary. It is another darker <laughs> one. So, and I wish they would make more. I wish they would keep going with the series because I think it deserves more. We need more. Anyway, so five. Okay. All right. Uh, Clay, have you seen Legend of the Guardians, something about Owls of Gaul? Yes, yes, I have. And what do you think about it? Um, I mean, owls are freaky as shit. I mean, that whole head turn bull crap and those eyes, it's like they're Ooh. eating your soul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because it's like, yeah, Elizabeth is right. Like, yeah, it is like the animation is great. But I mean, it's owls. Like we love owls yeah, over the here. Fucking boringest bird ever. <laughs> I mean, owls no, are so I mean, like are hipster. Man. They're so hipster. Like they are super hipster. A, a predator, and they're like really cool. Yeah, birds of prey. But, they're like, pretty cool. Owls but man, cool. I had to dissect an owl pellet in high school. That was disgusting. I've had to shoot Bird. some owls. They'll, they'll kill chickens. Um, it wasn't by choice. Um. <laughs> Mama said, "Get the gun." Um, and uh, God, that was Texas as hell. Yeah, you get out there and get that owl with that gun. 
Come on, boy. We got to eat. Got some stew already cooking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. Our chickens again. Shut I'm up, I'm not even Chris. joking. Like, I know those people, and they're related to me, okay? Um, All those carrots, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to give it a three. Just a flat three. It's good. Ooh. This like That's generous. Um, and that's only, only because really the... Um, the graphics are really well done for the time period because they were revolutionary at the time. Um, now, not so much, but yeah, an even three. Yeah. All right. Omar, what do you think about uh, Guardians, Legend, Owl, Gowl? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it was entertaining. I, I sat through most of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if I saw 100% of the movie, but I, I know the movie she's talking about. I've seen a lot of it. It was good. I sat through it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a kid, it's, it's a kids movie, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. I give it a two point three. <laughs> All right, I have obviously not seen this movie, but I do remember the trailer for it because they oh. played it nonstop. Um, but no, I have not seen this movie. It is going to end up with a ten point three on the grayscale. I just um, made it to Omar's nineteen point eight points with that. <laughs> <laughs> um i guess yeah that's gonna bring us wow what? you're a real boy excuse me <laughs> i guess so i'm a real boy um that's gonna bring us to my third favorite fantasy adventure of all time and i'm talking about jim henson directed 1986 amazing movie the labyrinth uh starring ah. david bowie Jennifer Colony, uh, excuse me, Connolly. Um, it's so much fun. And I think it like really embodies like the idea of a fantasy adventure. Um, the, the songs are great. Dance, the, uh, baby, dance. <laughs> it, you know, it's great. David Bowie is fantastic at acting, actually. Um, he's not just a great <clears throat> musician, but he's a really good actor, too. Wow. Um, and of course, Jennifer Connolly went on to become uh, just a fantastic actor. Uh, she's great. Um, anyways, it's about this young girl. Uh, her little brother's annoying, so she asked the Goblin King to come and take him away. And uh, David Bowie plays the Goblin King. He takes uh, takes the boy like she asks, and then of course she realizes what she's done, and she's asking you know the Goblin King to get him back. And so the Goblin King, of course, it's a little. It's a little sexualized, right? So David Bowie plays this really sexy character. Uh, he's, you know, got this big bulge. Um, and Jennifer Connelly's kind of like this, like, coming-of-age character. Um, so there are some really weird sexual undertones. But he wants Jennifer Connelly to be stuck Pedophile. with him forever. Eh, debatable. Um, and it nothing really ever happens between them. Um, <laughs> he just kidnaps her. <laughs> so she has to go through. Oh, they against her will. Run my maze, little girl. <laughs> right. So she has to go through his labyrinth. Right. And if, and if she can get to the castle in time, she gets the baby back. Uh, and so she faces all these like really cool uh, puppets and stuff. Of course, we're talking about Jim Henson um, as she's trying to get there. And like I said, the songs are great. It's it's just so much fun. Uh, so I give Labyrinth a five on the grayscale. David Bowie. Um, David Bowie. Clay, what do you think about the Labyrinth? <sighs> Another sigh of regret. Um, <laughs> the Labyrinth is fucking amazing. Um, yeah, it's great. It did not make my list because I felt it was cliche. Um, 
And Ooh, saying that is cliche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, it's a wonderful fucking movie. It's David fucking Bowie. I saw my baby like crying hard as babe could cry. Like honestly, what did I do? It's just a David Bowie music video stretched out. It really like is. that's all it is. <laughs> um, and the, so another reason I love it so much is it's also that era of the Dark Crystal with Jim Henson. Yeah, so yes. it's kind of creepy but kind of kiddish at the same time. Um, I gotta give it. I gotta kind of get a bit of a five. Yes. This movie bombed in box offices. I just, I just read his uh, biography, and it bombed yeah. in UHF. box offices. It did. That's, yeah, it totally that's true. Bombed. Was UHF Jim Henson's? That was just Weird Al. That was Weird Al. That was Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Omar, have you seen The Labyrinth? <sighs> Man, I know you've seen The Labyrinth. <laughs> I've seen The Labyrinth, but like much later in my life, and on. A lot of drugs. Um, <laughs> that makes it better. It, it, no, fun? it doesn't. It doesn't. If it <laughs> molded me at all, it, it terrified me. Um, I He's not a fan not, of Jim Henson. I, I was not a fan of David Bowie. Um, ah. And the, the guy that I was eating these mushrooms with at his house, I'd never been to his house before, and, and uh, I was in high school. And hey man, let's trip while watching the lab. That, that's what that's the idea, and it was gonna be great, right? It was gonna be amazing. And I'm like, what is this weird fucking shit? And these weird the puppets are like creeping me out hardcore. And I was, I just wanted to go home at this point, man. Like, this is not fun anymore. Like, so, um, I bet the part where the helping hands was really creepy. Oh, that's amazing. Man. Yeah, I, I try to block a lot of that out, but um. <laughs> I think the best thing about David Bowie for me, and I have to mention it, is the fish song. So, um, David Bowie, <laughs> I will give the labyrinth a one point stinking pile of 1.1. Wow. 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 I, listen, if you're listening to this, you can go on Facebook <laughs> or Twitter come at or me, Instagram. Come at and me, let, bro. And let Omar know what you think of him. Come at me, bro. I cannot believe it. All right. Okay, Elizabeth, what do you think about the labyrinth? I, I could take I Debbie, David Bowie's skinny ass. What? What? I Did know. you just say you haven't? I have not seen it. I that know. That blows my mind. That molded yep. me right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that I'm terrible? I'm going to give you my voodoo login so you can fucking watch this movie. <laughs> All right. It's so well, it good. might make be sure on Disney Plus. I'll go check it out. I will make sure. <laughs> it's a kid movie. Um, Our was kids that? No, are scared no, of things. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's kind of a kid movie. I watched it as a kid and I'm fine. You uh, are not debatable. fine. It's really debatable. <laughs> it's a kid movie if it's like a preparation movie for like how not to get, you know, shanked or, you know, molested. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from creepy dudes with big bulges. <laughs> hey, then Chris oh, is okay. Oh, man. That's right. <laughs> okay. Whatever, guys. Um... Omar and Elizabeth are wrong once again. We're going to go <laughs> back to Clay. For Wait, his what was the final total on that favorite. one? Eleven. Want to talk about it? One point one or eleven point one. Eleven point one is correct. Okay. Um, so that's going to bring us to Clay, your second favorite fantasy adventure of all time. Um. So this one was really hard for me to 
put in second. Um, but again, because of how I rank them, it's it's got to be here. Um, but the movie is Ready Player One. Um, it is came out in 2018. Um, and uh, yeah, it was directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, and uh, Ernest Klein, the guy who actually wrote the book, Ready Player One. Um, yeah, uh, was one of the screenwriters. God, I'm saying, oh, yeah, a lot. Dear God. <laughs> um, but it is a wonderful film. Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, there's so much there. So the story is about uh, the world has gone to crap. Everything has gone south. And 2020. So set in 2020. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and it starts out this kid's living in, Killer I think, bees. in the movie. It has him living in Ohio in these things called stacks. Um, and there's really no jobs. There's really no nothing. And they pretty much take like RVs and trailer homes and just stack them up like high rises. Um, and he's pretty much living in, impoverished in, in every way. And, uh, the only real world they have is called the Oasis, which is a, an extreme version of what we would call like our VR now, um, where it has haptic rigs that can, con your hands can control movement and feel movement, um, omnidirectional track pads for your feet. So you can walk and never run off this treadmill. Um, and a whole bunch of stuff like that. And you log into the Oasis to go to school, to go to work, to do all these things. Um, and the whole world does it. Um, Perfect for COVID. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and so uh, the creator, though, um, what makes this movie interesting is the creator of this game, um, James Halliday is the the name. Uh, he, uh, he puts this Easter egg in when he dies. And, uh, it's a test and you have to find these keys to unlock doors. And so they go on this journey and this is pretty much take every eighties movie, every cartoon, video game, everything and shove it into a movie and you have ready player one. There's references to back to the future. He drives the, uh, the car from back to the future. Um, the DeLorean, um, ton of eighties music references, everywhere to the breakfast club and the the brat pack um it's pretty much a gamers and 80s nostalgia wet dream in every way um and that's how the book was written and that's how this is written um but yeah so the parsable um or wade watts goes on this journey to find these keys has other friends artemis um which is their gamer tags and they're fighting the big bad corporation of ioi um who wants to like monetize the game because the game is free to play um and so they're fighting him and well wade gets all the keys opens all the doors and the cool thing is when you win this game you inherit the multi-trillion dollar company and become the ceo of it um, so yeah, um, it molded me. Uh, I feel like that explanation really sucked, but it molded me, <laughs> um, in the sense of, I liked the eighties before. Um, and I, I was a nerd before, but this, this is everything. Like this is the Holy grail to me of a movie that, that takes every good part of the eighties. Um, cause there's a lot of bad part about the eighties. And, uh, mm. again, it's one of those transformative movies that opened my eyes to good music, um, 
a great culture of like attitude. Um, yeah, it just, again, it, it opened my mind much like Spirit Away did to a whole new world of books and movies and genres that are out there. What would you give it on the grayscale? Uh, it is every bit of a five. All right. All right. Clay has given Ready Player One a five on the grayscale. Omar, have you seen Ready Player One? I have. Oh, cool. I have. It's a good movie. What do you think about it? It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations going into it. It was one of those things where it looked like a pretty decent movie. It was on my, my queue for a while. Um, and I finally got around to watch it. And it was, like I said, I had low expectations, but met all of them and more. Um, and it was completely entertaining. If you haven't seen it, um, it's, I feel like, you know, it's the underdog story. Um, you know, retold this told so many different ways and, you know, feel good. Like you said, if being a child of the eighties, um, I, it wasn't like that nostalgic of a movie, you know, it, it seemed like it was still more modern or set in like this, like, I want to say you, you um, dystopia. dystopia. That's what I said. Yes. Thank you. Dystopian futuristic uh, place, but I don't know. So I give it a good movie. Clay, I'll give it a 3.4 on the grayscale. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Elizabeth, what do you think about Ready Player One? I haven't seen it. I've seen the trailers. <laughs> Can she give it like a half a point? I mean, she saw the trailers. Unfortunately, that is against <laughs> the rules. Um, well, I have seen Ready Player One. Yes. I went to the theater and saw it, um, mostly because whenever they were advertising this movie, they had a, you know the, the time machine, the DeLorean there. So, of course, <laughs> yeah, that sucked me in. <laughs> Got it him. did. Got him. That, that's exactly bah, bah. what got me. So I went and watched it, and I, like Omar said, I had zero expectations for it. And I find that I enjoy movies more when that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie was actually surprisingly fun, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a, uh, just a fucking great movie. So um, I will give Ready Player One a four on the grayscale, which is going to give it an awesome. overall total of 12.4 points. Heck yeah. Huh? Not bad, not bad. Which... Not bad at all. Which brings us to Omar's second favorite fantasy adventure of all time. Well, lady and gentlemen and listeners, I would be amiss if I were to do the category of fantasy adventure and not put at least one comic book based movie on here. And so for my number two movie that motivated me, 2016, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. <laughs> um, man, I love me some Ryan Reynolds. We were talking about this earlier, Clay. What so was handsome. it when when I don't when I don't like the the dick, but like I like attractive males? Um, what was the word? Just for say it? you would fuck Ryan Reynolds. I wouldn't. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean, if With he was in the suit on, if he was like <laughs> fucking in the same room, I, I might watch, but I don't think I would. That, that's about as close. <laughs> oh, that's about as close God. as I would get. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> How is that worse than actually? <laughs> is he? Is he fucking me? I mean, that's up to you. That babe. escalated I mean, quickly. That, that did escalate quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that changed into a whole new podcast. Um, 
You never well, know what's going to happen on movies. Not, not, now we it's know how true. Elizabeth feels about him too. So um, <laughs> he's, he's not I a mean, black so man he either. He is on my cheat list if I go gay. Like, like I'm not. Nice. Playing. That's but fair. That's as far fair. as he's, Ryan Reynolds, can this he be is, my celebrity is, cheat, babe? Is that okay? Sure, sure. Um, all right. It, uh, no more is triggered, Mister. I'm not at all, like Mister Reynolds. If you're listening to this, um, you have permission to have sex with my wife. Wow! 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 I'm writing him tomorrow. <laughs> so the funny thing is, he responds a lot of time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, you're. Uh, I I prefer you not, but you know, hey, it, uh, all about the at- autonomy, right? Um, so <laughs> autonomy, autonomy. Um, Deadpool number two, Ryan Reynolds. Um, as far as superheroes go, there are none better. Um, he is like the anti-hero as far as he's not a good guy. He's just can't die. And um, the way that they do the, their movies, um, Deadpool one and two. I mean, the one you can't you can't beat it. You know, so Deadpool two is just like the same movie again, but with just more references to other movies and different. He's he's so clever. I love the dude. Like, I mean, in interviews, and I'm, I'm fanboying out. I'm realizing that a lot of these movies, you know, we're talking to Robin Williams and now Ryan Reynolds, you know, like it's, it's the, the actors sometimes that like can really like have a real mold and a hold on you. And, uh, um, it's, it's fun. He, he dies. It's gruesome. Um, the language is horrific and it is such a fun movie from beginning to end. Uh, roll up a blunt and prepare to just laugh the entire fucking time. Uh, Deadpool, I'll give you a, <sighs> five on the grayscale. Okay. Uh, all right. Can I be clear on something? Is this Deadpool one or Deadpool two? This is Deadpool one. Okay. Gotcha. So Deadpool number one gets a five on the grayscale. Uh, two was Clay, good too. Have though. you seen Deadpool? Yes, I've seen Deadpool. And what'd you think? Um, it was fucking amazing. I mean, we only have been bitching and whining about it for the past like 10 years as nerds. Um, <laughs> no, it was freaking amazing. They did justice to the comic. Um, they picked a character or an actor that literally is Deadpool in real life. Like, I don't know if you've seen Detective Pikachu, but all it is <laughs> is Deadpool playing Pikachu. That's really all it is. Um, but no, I'm going to give it a five. Um, it is wow. everything we wanted and more. Um, there's there's really no fault in the film, except why don't we have a TV show of that? Well, he even okay. just does like random trailers and stuff will, will pop up and he's playing the Deadpool character. and It's, it's great. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Clay gives Deadpool a five. Elizabeth, have you seen it? Did I watch it with you, Omar? I'm pretty sure you <laughs> I, had to have watched it. I mean, I, I, we went and I saw the so. second one in theaters. So, do you it, remember yeah. Ryan Reynolds getting an, pegged? Uh, yeah, I think it was a date <laughs> night movie. Um, because it wasn't memorable to me, I can't give it a five. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. No, you can't give it a four if you don't even remember it. Don't listen to Chris. What is this? It's a four. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You don't even remember it. Tell me what happens in the movie. That's what I fucking thought. 
It's a superhero. So you have he goes to, and you have to remember the, scene, the scene where he takes his, his mask off and they're like talking about his face. <laughs> Looks like the topographical map of Utah. It's like an older avocado fucking a less older avocado. <laughs> or the or the blonde chick or the blonde old lady he lives with <laughs> just talks mad shit the entire fucking time. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> or when he dies. <laughs> and he, he's sitting there without pants on. That's on the, that's on the second one, right? Uh, yeah. A, yeah. Where yeah, Cable walks in. It, I yeah. Need it to see that. <laughs> <laughs> like a regular head and just a little kid body with like no. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> the fucking oh, baby God. hand. God. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Elizabeth gives Deadpool a four. Bullshit. You can take um, take some points away from her if you need to, Chris. Well, unfortunately, I'm already losing. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I haven't seen it. Oh well, there you go. You haven't seen it? Oh. I'm just kidding. Wait, I'm, I'm just kidding. I've seen it. So you have to see this, Chris. If you have not, you're, you would love it. No, I definitely saw it. This is like uh, I know it's Marvel, but it's like one of the only Marvel movies I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, the whole like waiting around <laughs> for ten years for it—it it was not me. I did not know what to expect going into it. I've never read the comics or anything. Yeah, me. And it was a lot of fun. Oh it God. was very funny. Ryan Reynolds is super perfect <laughs> for this role. Um, it is a good movie. I will say, I don't know why, but the big animated character, like the big superhero, um, the that, silver one. Yes, Colossus. That, okay, the gay Colossus Russian got Colossus. On my fucking nerves. <laughs> But other than that, it was really, really great. Oh, um, we talking about I, how he can't get any good any good X Men on his on his movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Or um, the one boob you don't see is because the gay colossus covers it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the movie. I'll give it. Uh, it was very fun. So I'll give it a four, which means that Deadpool is going to end up with eighteen. Out of 20 fucking points on the grayscale. Really Wait till number one, bitches. Really good choice. Son of a bitch. Wait till number one. <laughs> all right, Elizabeth, what is your second favorite fantasy adventure cartoon of all time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't do Don't this. Don't let him before time seven. <laughs> no. Okay, gosh, now that is no. garbage. I hated the Land Before Time movies. Every single one. <laughs> Hated we weren't them. allowed okay. to watch it because it was evolution. <laughs> yeah. After we watched the first three, we weren't allowed to watch anymore because of evolution. Anyway. That's our Sarah's wow. talk was a bitch, though. She was. All right. But my number two is Lord of the Rings Two Towers. And you can <gasps> drag me down as much as you want. I like the second one the best. Is all. <laughs> Are you done? My, my precious. <laughs> That's when precious. Gollum is introduced is in the second one. Um, it's when Gandalf has his famous line, you shall not pass, which is. And Sam finds out he's gay. Fat hobbitses. Sam finds out he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you are introduced to um, Galadriel. Trees. Is that how you say your name? <laughs> yes. Um, which I think is. Yeah, that whole world of elves is beautiful. Um, yeah, and it came out the year 
um, in like December or November, and I went to New Zealand that next January, like a month after it came out in the States, and it was still playing in theaters, so I got to see it in the theaters, so this is like the whole thing, right? So I saw it in the theaters in New Zealand, right around the corner from Hobbiton, yes, the real Hobbiton, um, so yeah, it was part of Fantastic. It's my is favorite this, Lord of the Rings. And yes, the, I do like Lord of the Rings. Is this the Lord of the Rings that has the talking trees? I think that's the third one. No. Third one. I was, like, I was just going to yeah. say, like, how do you make... Well, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> you meet them in the second one. You meet okay. them in the second uh, one. Exactly. I was going to say, how do you make a movie slower about <laughs> hobbits walking through the woods? <laughs> make them ride trees to go slower through the woods. I mean, if you haven't read the books, the books are like watching paint dry. Incredible writing, but oh my god, <laughs> I love the books. I yeah, I I think mm. I'm gonna wait to shit on Lord of the Rings. Actually, I'm gonna take a pass. Yeah, me too. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you give the Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? Five. <laughs> All right, Clay, what do you think about Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? I got I got to give it a a three being generous only because it's better than the book um it's like watching fast paint dry um and why couldn't they get the fucking eagles just to take them i swear to god Um, swear to god doesn't make any sense like i don't or why do you need 30 minutes to drop the ring into the the fire pit i said i said i was gonna stop that's the third one we're talking about the second one not the it doesn't matter it matters (laughs) i yeah so All right, Clay is generous and gives it a three, Omar. Let's hear it. I'll be generous and give it a two. Wow. (laughs) You guys know how I feel about Lord of the Rings. I think they're not great. Um, There's, If they made one movie out of it, I would probably love it. I'd probably think it was really good. That's what they needed Um, to do to The Hobbit. It needed to be one movie, not 12. That was stupid. Yeah, I think. Well, you I hear think me, they Peter Jackson. Lord of the Rings. I mean, seriously, like nine hours of them walking around over three movies. Bullshit. Um, I'm going to give Lord of the Rings two towers just because it is also the Lord of the Rings that I can stomach the most because I love Gollum and he's all throughout this movie, uh, Smeagol, whatever you want to call him. So I will give very generously Lord of the Rings the two towers a two. Which means that Lord of the Rings Two Towers gets a twelve out of twenty on the grayscale. All right, Seth, I could have used your points on this one. I feel like that was pretty generous. Um, yeah, this is going to bring us to my second favorite fantasy adventure, and I'm going to go with 1988. Ron Howard directed, Warwick Davis, Val Kilmer, Joanne Wally. Talking about Willow, man. Willow! Talking about Willow. <laughs> Willow! <laughs> Our kids just watched this this last weekend. Oh, it's so great. Oh it's so much God. fun. Yeah, you've got everything from, like, well, I, I guess just to let people know, you've got this uh, <laughs> this village of, um, what do they call them, Nelwins? Like the little dwarves or whatever. I don't know. And, My kids were blown um, away that people could be that size. <laughs> <laughs> was so this the first experience the little with little people? Um, I mean, aside from the Ewoks and Star Wars, yes. <laughs> I mean, I've never met them, so they haven't seen me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
think you qualify. Yeah. You're not quite that <laughs> short, Chris. <laughs> uh, it's debatable. So, anyways, this uh, evil queen, Bavmorda, mm-hmm. there's this baby that's like, uh, I, I suppose she's like, uh, it is written or prophesied that she'll be the one to end Queen Bavmorda's like evil reign or whatever. Um, and so, anyhow, the baby gets uh, stolen, uh, put in a basket, and run down the river. <coughs> Moses. I stole the baby um, from the stupid bikini when he was taking a pee. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the little, uh, what do they call them? Uh, brownies. Brownies, yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's got to be one of my favorite scenes. Oh, my God. I, keep going. This is this is my number one, by the way. So, just keep going. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so... Anyhow, Willow is one of the uh, the Nell ones, one of the dwarfs, and he's wanting to be a sorcerer. And uh, anyhow, the the elder sends him on a on a journey to uh, take the baby back to the Daikinis or the humans or whatever. <laughs> That's um, and so. <laughs> so along the way, he meets uh, Val Kilmer's character. Oh my Matt god! Morgan. What a great character! Ah, yeah, it's great. That's like Val Kilmer's like. I don't know. His he was so great. It's all in this downhill movie and from there. Tombstone. All, oh yeah. No, no, <laughs> Tombstone, Tombstone was came good. afterwards. Tombstone was good too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so anyhow, it's it's a fun movie and uh Warwick Davis just is so great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's in a ton of movies. Are they doing a second one and he's still him. around? Ooh, I hope so. Um but they, you know, He's in Harry. He's in every Harry Potter movie. He's in like all sorts of the, all the Leprechaun movies. But you never know it's him because he's always got a ton of makeup he's a great on, actor. Or, you know, prosthesis or whatever. But this one, you get to see his face. Um, you know, he's actually himself, uh, and it's great. It's so good. I love this movie so much. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna give Willow a five on the grayscale. Clay, have you seen Willow? No, I have not. Oh, I it's on my watch list for my nerdum quintessential reading and watching list. Um, but no, it looks really interesting. Willow, you idiot! (laughs) I saw the preview for it a couple days ago as I was researching my movies and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I will definitely have to check it out though. Yeah, you got to check it out. That's really good. Omar, I know you love this movie. Oh, my God. I've been bottled up over here just waiting. I saved my shitting on Lord of the Rings because I was going to talk about Willow. Because my famous saying about Willow is, Willow, Lord of the Rings better than Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. I think (laughs) the freaking Narnia, Lord of the the Rings, better than Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Because Lord of the Rings is always- Narnia sucked. Lord of the Rings is this epic journey quest thing to good versus evil, and it's just boring and long, and Willow is like the same thing, but faster and better, and they have a better use of the, like, I feel like you have the scene with the brownies still the baby and they're riding on the back of the owl. I think it was an owl or some sort of bird. And it, it's yeah, so something it's, like that. It so reminds me. Yeah. Hawk. It reminds me of the scene at the end of the, the one of the Lord of the Rings when they finally like are after they dropped the ring in after it could have been. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Horrible. Um, but, and you have uh, the whole story of the, Again, the hero is not really a hero. When you find him, he's in a cage. You know, he's he's locked there for, for, for 
being a criminal, and but he ends up, you know, kind of just becoming the hero. Falls in love with the evil queen's daughter, and she wants to Sorsha. be good, and she wants to be good. She's hot, and so th- you know they married it, in real life after that. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> That's some good on screen on screen chemistry. It was it's just a great movie. Um, I give Willow a five. It is the best George Lucas written film ever. It's yeah, it's definitely great. I agree. I I actually like Willow. I don't know if I like it better than Rogue One, which is my favorite Star Wars. But I don't think Rogue One really. That is gross. <laughs> I don't know if it really has much to do with George Lucas at that point. So, uh, I'm, I, I think I tend to agree with you on that, Omar. Uh, cool. Um, Clay, you have not seen it. Elizabeth, what do you think about Willow? Okay, so I did not see this as a kid. I saw this when I was 20. So, it did not mold me. Um, I watched it with my friend, Karis. Karis, if you're listening, <laughs> word. like She and I laughed the entire way through it. <laughs> Uh, because of the mostly the graphics and we thought Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer was overacting <laughs> we didn't like his character <laughs> which the lady who let us borrow the movie was a friend of ours and she's like I can't believe you two you're just a disgrace to humanity <laughs> wow <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna give it a three I mean it yeah it's a fun movie but there you go you give my Lord of the Rings a two I'm giving Willow a three <laughs> I can see why you wouldn't have watched this movie, Elizabeth, just because it does get kind of scary. Like whenever uh, Bav Morda turns all the people into pigs, you know, yeah. and there's trolls and dragons and shit, you know. So I can see yeah. why you uh, why you wouldn't have probably watched this movie. Um, but that's it's it's a sad day when when Willow gets a 13 out of 20 on the grayscale. But that's that's the world we live in. It's uh, one point more than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, Clay already let me down on this one. I mean, Clay has seen The Labyrinth, but he hasn't seen Willow. I mean, your nerd points. Your no, no, don't tell me you're a nerd and you haven't seen Willow. I don't. I don't want to hear it. You hear that, nerds out there? I want you to angry emails to to Clay or whatever nerds do. do it. Send me your hate. <laughs> All right, that is going to bring us around to Clay's number one fantasy adventure movie of all time. All right, so I am damn sure, positive, no one in this has seen this movie. Um, The Gamer's Dorkness Rising. That's the name of the movie? Not even joking. I'm Gamer, sorry. The Gamers, Dorkness Rising is the name <laughs> of the movie. Never seen it. <laughs> yeah, so so this is gonna take a minute. So this is a pretty much a cult classic film um for pretty much all of nerddom. Um yeah, all right, so it's about D D. Literally that's all it's fucking about. Um <laughs> so it is by Dead Gentleman Productions, um, out of I believe Seattle area, Washington state. Um, it came out in 08. Um, and it's like an hour and a half long, maybe. Um, and it, it's about this group of friends who keeps playing this one dungeon module and, uh, 
they keep losing because they're what we call in the community uh, power gamers, people who just want to role play at a table with people. Is that like power people. bottoms? Um, I mean, kind of. They just want to hit it and quit it and leave. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> nice. no, so they, they make their characters real powerful, basically. Whatever. I'm not going to get into that. I can talk to that for the hours. Um, so the people who know D&D will understand this, which probably won't be most, knowing y'all's fan base. Um, so... Yeah, they go on this adventure, they get real pissed off, and then they invite a girl into the campaign that this DM is running um, named Lodge. Um, and there's not a lot of girl D&D players back in the day, so it was kind of taboo. Um, but it's about this journey of friends who honestly learn to enjoy playing this campaign, playing a game and just enjoying story instead of just wanting to log in and kill something. <laughs> what the fuck was that i mean i mean he's I'm right just ce- um, celebrating already yeah no so i knew when i picked this one um that this this was no, no one was going to know this i knew this coming into this okay like i almost cheated and switched films at the last second but i kept true i kept true i am a christian Okay, I was going to go to hell if I did that. Um, but uh, no, so it, basically it's, it's just a D&D movie and the reason it's important and it molded me, it literally changed me and Julia, my wife's life. Um, we were Christians, didn't know what D&D was and a friend showed it to us um, after we were kind of learning about D&D with them and it honestly brought us to where we're at in Texas now. It did a whole bunch of things, got us the friend group and the family group we have now that we're incredibly connected to, um, all because of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and this movie is what did it. I've seen this movie hundreds of times now. Um, and I'm going to give it a five cause it's not getting any more points. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry. You've been so misled, man. I'm sorry. You're going to hell for liking D and D that sucks. I mean, we only summon <laughs> demons to kill them, okay? Uh, has anyone else seen Gamers Dorkness Rising? Nope. <laughs> All right. Gamers Dorkness Rising gets a fight. Look, it molded him. It changed it's his fine. life. I love it. I think that's great. It did. It did. So, okay. Yeah. So, it's going to get a five on the grayscale, um, which it, it equals what? spirited away gets but i'm gonna check out spirited away check this out so it, it, it's filmed like with a bad camera it's really horribly made <laughs> like i'm not joking but because it's so sentimental to me i'll give it a five and everything else that comes with it. the acting is actually really good um but like it, check it out it's worth a good laugh but watch it high that's all okay. i'm gonna say oh well <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so gamers dorkness rising gets a five i would say that brings us to omar's number two but or excuse me number one but that was willow uh-huh. uh, which we already know got 13 points so that brings us to elizabeth's number one fantasy adventure of all time okay i'm gonna shock you all is i did not put star wars on this list because it's been on all of my other lists so <laughs> <laughs> i'm putting um Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl, as my number okay. one. <laughs> I couldn't right. decide which Pirates movie to put on there, but I love all of them. Johnny Depp is another crush, although he's weird AF. I would not want to meet him. He's not um, 
somebody I'd ever want to interact with, but I love his acting. <laughs> He's a good actor. We do have to and give him that. His character in this movie is, in, in the series, is brilliant. Um think he's yeah i think he's awesome of course uh orlando bloom is in this one as well as kira knightley i also love them as well orlando bloom i had a crush on of course you know two towers blah 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 but um he's cute he's got a british accent what more could you want Um, almost looks like he looks like a chick (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) but either way it I I liked that. I, yeah, I think I yeah. It took me a long time to decide which one was my favorite, and so I just put Black Pearl just because. So there you go. <laughs> All right, and what would you give Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh. I'm giving it a five because it, it has all the elements. Like it's the storyline was great, costuming, um, as far as moldability. Like I became a Johnny Depp fan when I watched it. I know he's been in a lot of movies before this one, but I was like when I watched it. It was okay. I have to watch everything Johnny Depp has been in because he's amazing. So, did you watch Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street? I haven't watched that one yet. You know, I don't do horror. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch Sweeney Todd? Hands? Yes, I did watch Sweeney Todd. Did you like it? Yes, it's great. Yes, all right. All right, so Elizabeth gives Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Black Pearl, a five on the grayscale. Clay, what do you think about Pirates of the Caribbean, number one? Absolutely amazing. Um, It gets a five as well. All right, Omar, what do you think about Pirates of the Caribbean, the Black Pearl? You mean Pirates of the Caribbean, since you're saying that so wrong? Thank you, Omar. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I, technically, my, my mic wasn't working a, word, a, a little bit ago, and I tried to correct you the first time, and and then it just kept like being like nails on a chalk porn each time you said <laughs> it. So, um, is this the one with the kraken? No. Which one is this? The one? first one. With the Where black you first pearl. get introduced to Jack Sparrow. <laughs> the OG. All right. The pearl. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's Johnny the one Depp. where the right. Okay. I got it. You got it. You explained it. We're good. <laughs> Answer my question. All right. Um, so Johnny Depp, oh, man, I love him and I hate him. Like uh, he's creepy as fuck. Uh, he plays a great pirate, but then the whole pirate thing got weird because then he buys an island and he like lives as a pirate now, and that's the only thing he ever does. He's not he's not playing a character anymore, guys. He's a pirate. So um, he is Jack Sparrow. Johnny Johnny Depp died a long time ago. This is Jack Sparrow. Ooh. Chris is taking his clothes off as I'm talking about Johnny Depp. Um, God, it's hot Johnny Depp's best role was in what's eating Gilbert Grape, I think, or I think no Leonardo DiCaprio. But all right, I I give uh, the pirate movie a four. It's good. <laughs> it's one of those movies that like man. All right, I, I'll I'll give it a four point two. It was it was good. The first one was good, and they just kept making the movies. And I think if they would have just stuck with one, it would have given it a higher score. But it's just kind of it's all kind of convoluted for me at this point, and it's just kind of it ruins the fact that the first one was great, but I just don't even really remember everything that happened in that one. Anyway, that's right. fair. Um, that's fair. I I liked this movie. Uh, what year did it come out? 2008. Okay, so this was definitely a movie that my wife and I went and saw together after we got married in 2007, and I remember us both really liking it, and um, 
yeah, it's a fun movie. It's it's definitely fantasy adventure. Johnny Depp does great as Captain Jack Sparrow. It's a great role for him. I love that he actually visits kids in hospitals dressed as that character even to this day. Yeah. I think that's super badass. Um what do you mean dressed as that character? Come on, Chris. <laughs> he doesn't take those clothes off. Those are his clothes. That's he really why they're does. always dirty. He really does act super eccentric like that anyway. So um, I'm going to give this movie a four, which is going to actually give uh, Pirates of Ooh. the Caribbean number one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before, you, before you say it, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give mine a 4.7 instead of 4.2. Just because I remember this is the movie, babe, that we went and saw together in Alaska, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and I remember people being dressed up as pirates and stuff. Yep. Is that the one? That was, okay. So yeah, I mean, it, it it's an, because it's a nice memory, and we were newly married as well, and it was a fun date night, one of the first kind of date nights that we got out, and so I'll give it a little okay. bit higher because of that. All right. Um, <laughs> Just like shut up. Sure. Uh, pirates of the <laughs> Caribbean. Yeah. There you go. Hey. The Black Pearl. Uh, Black Pearl is going to get an 18.7 on the grayscale. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to the last movie of the night, which is my number one fantasy adventure movie of all time. And I hope that you've all seen it and I hope you all love it because this movie means so much to me. It's the earliest movie I ever remember watching. Um, it's a movie that's been around and has touched people for centuries. Well, I say that for, for, for decades, I guess you could say, um, I'm talking about wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. You just got, okay. (laughs) All right. The wizard of Oz. Yeah. It's so, so good. Um, I mean, I don't even think I need to tell anything about it. I think everyone's seen the wizard of Oz. Um, you've got Dorothy, her dog gets stolen. Um, she goes and rescues it and then a tornado comes and takes their house and drops it. Um, and she's in Oz. She, uh, meets these characters who need something and it's, you know, one of them is not very smart. He needs a brain, but really he's intelligent. Uh, one of them, you know, is a cowardly lion, but really he's got tons of courage. One of them is a tin man has no heart, but really he's got a heart of gold. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's about people's insecurities, I think at the end of the day. Um, and it's such a beautiful movie and it's like, it's one of those movies that came out like right when Technicolor came out. So you've got like the beginning of it in black and white. And then once she like lands in Oz, it transitions to color. Um, it's a fantastic movie. I love this movie so much. I still watch it, uh, pretty often and, um, it's just pure magic. Uh, so I of course would give the wizard of Oz a five on the grayscale. Nice. Uh, Clay, have you seen wizard of Oz? Yes, yes, I have. Now, what do you think about it? It's a good movie, but it's creepy, man. <laughs> it's super <laughs> it creepy, is. especially about half, what, halfway is. through with the flying monkeys. Oh Those my God. flying monkeys yeah, going, gave see, me nightmares. The, <laughs> see, that was... So, honestly, this movie gave me storm anxiety for like the rest of my life because of the tornado. Um and the fault that the, the house falling on the lady, like at six years old watching this, that is some morbid shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, um, no, because it's Technicolor, because it is, again, just a 
brilliant classic. Although I can't watch it without hearing the words "no wire hangers." Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Mommy dearest comes into the play. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. It's just always how it's been, okay? Because okay. that's who the actress was. No, 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 um, no. Different actress. Different actress. Am I wrong on that? You are wrong on Have that. Have I been wrong on that for like a decade now? That's Joan Crawford. Um, fair. Judy fair. Garland. Judy Garland. I was wrong. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could have sworn Mother Dearest was Judy Garland. No. I, I don't know why. Okay. Joan Crawford. This has been like a revelational <laughs> moment for me the entire night. We've just molded Dear him. God, <laughs> God, like brain just gone. Um, no, I'm going to give it a a four point five. Okay, all right. Clay gives Wizard of Oz a four point five. Omar, what do you think about Wizard of Oz? <sighs> that is that is actually a really good question. I think I saw it way too early, way too young. I don't know. Because half the movie is great. I mean, it, it's a little bit hectic, you know, the beginning and weird and, you know, I I lived in Kansas for a while. My family's from Kansas, you know, so the the Wizard of Oz was kind of like, you know, Dorothy, Dorothy and Toto, huh? We're not in Kansas anymore. So, um, I think... I'm going to give it higher on the moldability than I am on the movie at all. Like I, the thing that I remember most about Wizard of Oz is didn't like one of the little people like kill themselves on set and no, you can like see the rumor. swinging in the background. I remember like watching that clip and you can see like something swinging no, in the background. It's, a bird. it's an exotic bird. They had exotic mm-hmm. birds in the background. Yeah. Okay. But I will say you this, the original Tin Man, the makeup that they put on him, yes. um, it actually like got into his lungs and caused him to have lifelong problems. And so like when they replaced him, they changed the makeup. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, sure, back then they didn't really, I guess, know like all that stuff. So yeah, that guy was fucked up for a long time. Mm-hmm, the guy that was the original Tin Man. Yeah, as soon as the flying monkeys were introduced into the movie, I was I was out. I was not into it anymore <laughs> at that point. Um, see, I the story of Oz is great. The you know it molded me for sure, but in a positive way. I don't know. I like I love the story of like you know, the man behind the curtain, obviously, and yeah. all that. Um, I'll give it a four. All right, Omar gives. The Wizard of Oz of four. Elizabeth, what do you think about The Wizard of Oz? She hasn't seen it, has she? I have seen it. Come on. <laughs> I, too, lived in Kansas for a short time when I was a kid. So it was recommended watching. And I think, Clay, I think uh, my brother, uh, my younger brother, Mark, had similar uh, storm anxiety as a result of seeing this movie. Uh, he was terrified of thunderstorms, which always meant tornadoes, and he didn't want our house to fall on him. <laughs> so, you know, how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I grew up in Oklahoma, so I guess I was just used to it. Like, I mean, we had tornadoes it's a sketch. all the time. <laughs> you just liked it because of the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> we like, represent. He's like, I want to be in a lollipop guild, guild when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you never quite met the height requirements, though. <laughs> Damn. God almighty. I would have loved to have been part of the lollipop guild. <laughs> oh, man. You know how much munch and pussy they were getting? 
<laughs> they were killing it, dude. Dude, I heard that like all those actors, like, because what this is what I heard. They were all British or whatever. And so whenever they, they, you know, brought him over, they were known for like their parties and their orgies and shit. That's what I've I heard, heard that. I've heard that yeah. too. I mean, they, they all are efficiency height. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm giving this movie a four though. Um, see, I was Yay. raised on the classic movie channel. <laughs> and so this movie was part of that classic movie channel. <laughs> and yeah, lots of family stories around there although like i said it gave me nightmares so there were certain parts we would just go brush our teeth while it was going <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i felt like it was a, it was a long movie that was that's the whole thing too like yeah it, it, it ends was. okay but there's just like parts where it's just like oh my god like it's but there's you're lucky chris because four just slipped <laughs> off the tongue i could have gone anywhere between a three to a four and you ended up with a four so well i think if you were to rewatch it today i think you could probably appreciate it a little bit more and obviously i think as as an adult it won't seem so long to you because um there are a lot of parts for kids that probably go over their heads you know um i i'd say no thank you just because um a movie that wasn't mentioned uh, ne- the never ending story um i i've I fucked up and watched uh, Return to Oz, you know, which is a combination of both of those. And talk about dark and creepy and like, no, I, I I'm, I'm good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> have you, have you ever considered watching it with uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon? Have you heard about this? Yes. I did that when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. What'd you think it's about fun. it? Yeah, it's cool. It was a fun, it was a fun experience. You can Google that on YouTube. I think it's called Dark Side of the Rainbow, and you can actually watch it. It's super fucking cool. I like it. Like when the ladies screaming during the one song, like they're in the tornado, and like it kind of like it's it's pretty cool. It, it yeah, is. there's one like when she falls into the little um, pig pen. Like there's a bunch of squealing sounds. Like yeah, it's cool. It's really if you're fucking cool. interested in doing watching that and time in it with pink floyd please contact us and i'll give you an awesome mushroom tea recipe that would just help the trip right along <laughs> so uh wizard of oz is going to get a 17.5 no excuse me uh no that's right it's going to get a 17.5 on the grayscale so are you guys ready for which movies made our top list here yeah and then i have the winners over here it's gonna oh be i'm close. so glad you have the winners um, all right. So in fifth place, all right, with 12.4 <laughs> points on the grayscale, we've got Ready Player One. So that yeah, was wow. a Clay suggestion. Very good job, Clay. Um, in fourth place with 17.5 points, we've got The Wizard of Oz. In third place with 18 points, we've got Deadpool. In second place with 18.7 points, we've got Pirates of the Caribbean. There it is. Yeah. I can't say it that way. <laughs> it sounds it sounds so right when you say it that way. Yeah. And uh I think this one's pretty obvious, but in first place Bangarang! with 19.8 points, we've got Hook. Yeah, Bangarang, man. Bangarang. That's such a great movie. Bangarang. I don't know why I didn't think about that movie. It's so good. I, pro- I don't know. I really like the movies that I chose and I'm glad to have put Harry Potter on the list because I do love Harry Potter. Um, but I might have switched that out with Harry Potter. So yeah. anyway, wow. yeah, super glad it's on the on the list. 
All right, you guys ready for All this? All right, let's hear the winners, and then we can go over a couple honorable mentions real quick too. Because like, yes, <laughs> Interspace was definitely a risk for me, and I feel like if I'd have gone with like one of my other ones, I would have. Chris, you might have got me with Wizard of Oz, man. Fuck yeah, you. we'll see. All right, so here we go. Ready? I, I think you obviously won. You <laughs> got <laughs> okay. In fourth place with thirty-two point nine points <laughs> is our guest Clay. I apologize, dude. Yeah. Clay, I really appreciate you being here today, man. Thank you so much. And and actually, I am going to check out Spirited Away because that sounds really fucking cool. The genre was perfect. It is. It is amazing. Yeah. You had a lot of heart and a lot of spirit coming in. And I did kind of warn you and I did kind of prophesy, um, you know, about the hope deferred. So. <laughs> God. There was a lot of shit talking, okay? I I am one of the best at that, okay? Um <laughs> You know, just not at picking movies. So, oh, <laughs> they are wonderful movies. It's, n- it's uncultured just, it's swine. It's just the wrong there panel. We go. It's, That's yeah. right. It's that we don't. Yeah, we it's the wrong seen those, panel. So. We're not all nerds. It's okay. All right. In yeah. third place with fifty points is Chris. Oh shit! In second place with fifty-one points. Is me. <laughs> I Good beat job, you by one oh, point. Job. Which means Omar's our winner yet again with 58.6 <laughs> points. <laughs> Thanks for playing, guys. <laughs> what a fun, uh, what a fun uh, genre here. Thank you so much yeah. for uh, bringing that up, Clay. And and if uh, if you want to, you feel like uh, you would connect with Clay, go and check out the Reapcast anywhere podcasts uh, are heard at. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. It was awesome. <laughs>